This episode of Inspired Living by Rodney and Steve is brought to you by Metaphysics Pilates Bootcamp. Metaphysics Pilates Bootcamp is a class that is a combination of bootcamp style training. So you're doing a lot of interval type training with weights and slam balls and BOSUs and TRX straps and body weight exercises and ropes and many other different things that we can find around a studio to help you have fun and, and lose weight all at the same time, get that heart rate up. And then at the end of each class, we work on Pilates. So we do we utilize what's called a Pilates springboard machine where you're using springs to help assist the body in different exercises to help tone, strengthen, and lengthen the body, as well as traditional mat exercises that really get into those smaller supporting muscles to allow you to really be well supported, not only in the exercises that you, but in life in general, or really inform how you move your body, how you sit when you're working, and just help with overall alignment, core stability, core strength, and again, that toning and that lengthening of the body. For all of you out there listening to our podcast, you get 10% off your first month of membership, whether it's a six-month or a 12-month. Just give us a call. The number is 585-425-1113. That's 585-425-1113. Give us a call. Let us know you heard us on the Rodney and Steve podcast, and we will definitely get you set up for 10% off your first month membership. And you could also check us out online. That is uh, at meta-fitx.com. That is meta-fitx.com as well. Let us know if you have any questions and enjoy the podcast. Thank you. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Inspire Living by Rodney and Steve. Today, our guest is Annie. She's the owner of Neutral Yoga, which just opened up in Greece, New York, a couple months ago. She has been doing yoga for 20 years, got tons and tons of experience. She has her 500-hour certification from Baptiste Yoga and is currently training for her 200-hour 200, 200 in Iyengar Yoga. So here, again, Annie, we have um, to kind of sit down and just chat about yoga and everything else, maybe veganism too, right? No? No. <laughs> All right, awesome. Good. So, uh, Annie, so this, just t- how did you get started in yoga? You said about 20 years plus. I mean, how, what, what brought you into this uh, to begin with? Yeah, um, back in college, I just started off of DVDs and doing things off the TV. I was doing it in my apartment and um, just really liked it, so I just kept going. Cool. Awesome. That's I love great. in yoga, like, what, it's that question, right? Like, what makes you come back? So it's like you do yoga, right? You go there, but it's like, what is that thing involved with yoga that makes you come back? I don't know. I think for me, it was just... It was really hard. It was so hard for me. And I was like, I want to get better. But what about you? What made you keep on coming back? 20 years is quite a long time. Well, there was a big difference between doing it at the house um, and then once I started going to studios and practicing in different studios, it's it was definitely a connection of just um, a time to get quiet and a time to connect with myself, like um, the busyness of life and just feeling... Um, leaving there calmed, grounded. It was it was more of the emotional connection rather than the physical that um, kept me coming back. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely think that's true across the board. One of the things I was thinking when you asked that question, Ronnie, was, you know, I don't I don't do yoga as much as I would like to do yoga, but I, you know, I started um, very first yoga I ever did was Kundalini yoga actually, and. Um, freaking intense shit man let me tell you that is like intense but one of the things I love about it is just it, it brings me to me yes. like yes. takes down strips down all those freaking walls you know for, for even more so than I think doing for me for more even more so than doing martial arts or doing you know you know higher in, interval training or Pilates whatever it is I'm doing it's yoga really just it really brings it down for some reason, you know. They, it's 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 unbelievable in that sense. Yeah. How many times have you heard someone like yoga changed my life? Right. And understanding that is uh, again, I think it's so personal, individual based because it touches people in different ways. Um, for me, it was just like all of a sudden, you start to ask yourself, "Who am I?" Yeah. Right. 
Because everything else, especially other forms of exercise, everything is go, go, go. But life is busy enough to keep going, going, going. It's a time to just get quiet and to slow down. Yeah. And it's off, you know, unless someone experiences it, I don't think they quite get that. When you hear, oh, it changed my life. It's like, how can stretching change your life? But it's it's a lot more. Yeah, it's a lot more than that. As a teacher, I like to think that, like, I give people, like, a flashlight to turn inward and search inward into spots and things that come up that they might not have really even known was there yeah that's cool yeah it's awesome and i think what the best part is when you start to even even being a part of a studio like for years practicing and seeing the evolution in people right um and it's amazing that that quietness that actual stopping actually like gets us to 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 see i think it's it's a we stay busy because it it numbs that that ability to do that right if i stay busy i don't have to look inside into all these internal yearnings right Mm -hmm. like that i have um it makes us feel a little more important in life too yeah when we do the busy work and we just we just constantly stay busy it makes us feel like we're being productive when in reality a lot of times we're just spinning wheels, yeah. Just spinning wheels. You get more productive though, and you slow down and take a greater um, check in as to what you want to focus your energy on. Yeah. And and being busy, I was gonna. I was thinking about coming here. um, Just wellness in general, or exercise, or getting to yoga classes. I think one of the biggest obstacles is often people just being so busy, Uh specifically um, working parents or working moms. Moms have the mom guilt, and you know, been away all day, and then can't get to their. to their, you know, home to their kids. But I think I like when I started um, practicing very regularly and I was working a corporate job, I used to feel that way. But then I realized that, um, it, it, you know, if you re- if you re- change the, the outlook on what you're doing is I'm giving a good example to my kids. I'm showing them to take priority in yourself and, and what makes you happy. And so that way you take that good feeling home and you bring, you know, you're, if you make yourself feel good on the inside, you're gonna, it's going to radiate out to all those around you rather than just feeling bad that you're going off to do that. I love it. I mean, that's been my mantra for such a long time. It's like, you know, especially moms, I feel like, um, don't want to take time for themselves. They feel guilty. But then I love how you put it to this radiate. That's so true. Like when you take care of yourself, it's even just like, like that hour every single day um, and just, just to just reset, just to, even if you're so freaking tired, you can, you can barely keep your eyes open, you still do it. It's amazing the difference in how you are a better mother, you're a better father, you're better at your job, mm-hmm. you're better at everything. When you take that time, you don't think you have time for, it's amazing how time just kind of, it's weird in a sense, like time just all of a sudden seems like it expands when you take care of yourself. I know I got crazy busy days and I take that hour to work out. My day seems to, it's always better. And I always seem to have enough time to get what I need to get done. It's kind of like that analogy. Uh, um, you always put your gas mask on first when, you know, your airplane's going down. Yep. You take care of yourself first so you can take care of others. And, you know, a lot of people do feel selfish, you know, for actually taking time. And, you know, I, I think once you are, I think for me personally, like my ability to, it's the quality of how I can take care of others, right? Like when I take care of myself, I'm a, I feel like I'm a better person. I feel like I'm calmer. I can deal with stress better. Yeah. I can deal with like the, the craziness of the world. But if I don't work out or I don't do yoga and I don't take that time to meditate, like all of that just drives me crazy and then I don't handle it as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The better relationship you have with yourself improves the relationships you have with everybody else. There's a saying that it's, if you, instead of saying, I don't have time for it, rephrase that to, it's not a priority for me and see how that sits. And then it. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I I always said that like people, when people give you that excuse, right? Like, oh, I want to do that. I just don't have the time. I mean, everybody gets 24 hours a day. Yeah. We all get the same allotted time. And like that, it's not a priority. Like it's not important, you know, like going to the bar, hanging out with people at the bar, you know, that are doing things that 
you know, don't benefit me at all. It's just not important for me. Like, if I have some extra time to waste, sure, I'll stop by and say hi. But, like, you know, I got things going on and things that are important to me. I'm going to do that, you right. know. Um, I think that I think it's really important. Um, time management is the biggest struggle. I, I have I have a really big struggle with it, and most people do. So I think it's an important idea to, like, maybe write down the list of things you want to be doing or how you want to be spending your time, things that you want to feel, and then write down a list of things that how you are feeling. What are you spending your time on? And see how they match up. And I think a good place to start is to drop. Be begin dropping the things that are wasting your time or that you don't want rather than trying to add things in because you're yes. already so busy. It's hard to add yes. in. So first start releasing, and then you can fill it up. Um, one of the biggest things I think is in the morning because you can work a lot into a morning routine. And if you create it into a routine and a ritual, then you're more likely to just do it. And it makes you feel good. It starts your day off. But if you think about ways you can fit, I'm already running out the door so late as it is. Well, if you pick up your phone even once in the morning, then that's time. That's time wasted. If you put your phone away in your bag or your purse or something at night and don't get it until after everything you've wanted to do or say you're at work or somewhere, you know, then... It won't, it's a time suck. Phones mm -hmm. these days are the biggest time suck. So if you could eliminate that or, or make more specified time for that after you've gotten done what you wanted to, I think that's a really great place to start that alone. is Absolutely. And I think there's a lot of successful, um, uh, a lot of like self-help guys out there and stuff that talk about that same exact thing a lot. And, and, and your habits, you know, really... Whatever your habits are, that's what your life becomes, is the, what your habits are, right? So one of the things that they say, basically what you're just saying too, is when you wake up in the morning, you do not look at your emails, you do not look at your phone, you don't do anything like that at all. You set you, whatever your routine is, if you do yoga in the morning, you go do your yoga. If you're meditate, you do meditate. If you work out in the morning, you work out in the morning. Once you're all set and done, you've got yourself set up for the day, then you look at it, then you deal with that. And it's it, because otherwise you get lost and you don't do anything mm -hmm, at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just love what you're saying. Like, yeah. uh, I think um, for me, I personally came up with a bunch of things that like I need to do in my life. Like, and one of the first things was like eliminating everything in my life that doesn't serve me, you know, and, and, that's hard to do. And it's always, you're always tweaking that, yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's like, it's like, okay, this thing served me for a while, but this relationship is morphed and changed. And I, I really just don't need this relationship or like whether it's with food or just things that are making me in a bad state. And that goes into the ritual of waking up and like. I always look at like, how do I set up my day? What are, when I have a good day, what have I done? Right? Like, and it's usually like, oh, I got up and I journaled and you know, I, I didn't, I listened to some like soothing music and I meditated, I journaled, you know, I messed with my fish tank and like, it's taking care of you. And yeah. then usually the rest of my day just was boom, boom, boom and flies. But it's, it's you're right. Like you get up, you get up 10 minutes before you have to leave, you throw some clothes on, then you go try to teach a class, then you try to go to work and then right. you've got to try to take you're a class. You always feel like you're catching up or you're chasing, <laughs> you're chasing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, uh, did you take Brian Kest's class when he was here? He had this saying, and it was always kind of stuck with me. He's like, we are these busy people and we're doing this busy yoga. Mm -hmm. And, um, I always thought about that and like as being a new yoga teacher and teaching a lot, like I try to take that idea, like I don't want this yoga just to be busy because we're already so busy. It's just the culture, right? Yeah. You know, you know and it's, it's lots of different tricks. Like I've learned like to turn off my notifications on my Facebook, like and put my Facebook on the last page of my phone. So it's, I don't see that stupid little red dot and I'm mm -hmm. like, Ooh, it's like a serotonin blast when you get it. It's actually yeah. like cocaine. We like, yeah. you know, and, but I still, I still scroll over and I'm like, Oh, who liked my picture? You know? <laughs> it's such a waste of time. I it's hate so that. It's so fucking crazy. I man. used to not be very uh, involved in it, but as a business owner, yeah, I've had to, to get back more into it. And it's yeah. like, it's really a struggle as how to, I used to be able to ignore it, but mm -hmm. now I, I have to, and as a business in 2017, you have to have an online presence. So it's, it's yeah. a matter of learning to take, like I said, I like to chunk out times where I know I just take it off or take it away. But, um, yeah. That's but what about the importance of like, like, especially like you two own physical locations. Like I kind of work for people and bounce around. I like, 
the, that ability to be able to answer somebody in the moment, right? Like, I'm thinking about doing yoga or I kind of want Pilates. If, if you're able to answer them in the moment on social media, that might be gaining somebody. So, like, there's this balance, right? Like, we don't want to be hounding our phones, but at the same time, like, is that entrepreneur mind, like, like, oh, well, Annie answered me right away, and that means she's really into helping people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know the answer, but well, I think I think people I think there's I don't know whether whether what it is what the whether it's an hour or two hours. I think people understand that you know you're not you know we're. At, if you respond within a reasonable amount of time, if you're responding right away, I feel like if you're responding right away, it makes it, people might, if you keep doing it all the time, people might think that these guys are they on their fucking phone all day long or something like that. But there's, there, I think there's a, there's definitely that balance. I try my hardest, doesn't always work this way, to schedule out time, like in the middle of the day, where that's what I'm doing, as I'm going through, looking through my Facebook and all, and my emails and stuff, and making, and answering anything that I need to answer, or just, you know, clicking on people's things as well. I'm trying to also just support everybody else around me too. Like, I, you know, so, you know, liking people, sharing their stuff as well, and things like that. So, but it's tough. Like, I used to not have Facebook. I hated Facebook. But the second I got the business, I had to do it. And now I catch myself, same thing. More I'm, so. I'm on it. And I'm like, Shit, I don't need to be on this. And I have to, like, completely just break it off, you know? Yeah, and I, I mean, I think within a reasonable, I mean, maybe I have a little la- more lax standards. I, I don't, if somebody's interested, I don't think the lack of time and response is going to make a difference. I try to keep mm-hmm. in mind that I want my connection in person. That's why we have a brick and mortar studio. Right. I'm not a social, or I'm not trying to be it online. Like, the connection doesn't need to happen there. Like, get them right. in. I want it to happen. I want the experience to happen in real life. Another thing about phones is, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I put my... Um, I don't use it as my alarm. I have one of those old school alarms. I just had to go to Walmart the other day and buy a new one, the digital alarms, because yeah. I can't stand having my phone in the, on the nightstand or it's just a distraction. Yeah. I think it's good. I keep it in my purse downstairs in the kitchen. I, I, and I just definitely like, use my phone. That's, I use my phone too. I put it across the room. Um, but there's a lot of um, studies and things out there too that, you know, all the, the electric... The uh, electromagnetic waves and stuff from that stuff actually fucks with your sleep. Too. You guys, uh, you know, remember Back to the Future, mm-hmm. where Doc Brown had all the alarm clocks. Yeah, yeah. And then again, yeah. how it started out. Yeah, that's what I need. That's what I, need, you need. I need. I need. Yeah. I need sixty alarm clocks. Yeah, a morning bed. person. It, you know what? I wake up, but actually getting my ass out of the bed is the hard part. Yeah. Like I'll be there and I'll just lay there and pet the dog. Yeah. And I'm a snuggler, Steve. You're a snuggle. I like the snuggle. <laughs> Somehow it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I love the snuggle. You love the snuggle. I get, you get lost in the snuggle sometimes. You get lost in the snuggle. <laughs> but, so Annie, like, I have a question. Uh-oh. Let's imagine you had your perfect day and you're going to bed and you're like, today was great. What do some things that probably would have happened in Tal in that day? Um, I think it's not so much what I had done in that day. It's if I felt clear and, f- and present with what I was doing all day and not distracted or worried or trying to do a million things. If I, I enjoyed whatever it was I did, like perhaps a bike ride with my kids or, you know, nice swim with the kid. You know, just some nice family time. Downtime is usually would be ideal. But even if it was um, a work involved, like a great class where, I, um, you know, it was a lot of people there or... Just whatever it was, if I really was there, feeling it, loving it, not distracted, that's the biggest thing. Because there's so much to keep track of, and that, I think, is what I am working on, and a lot of people should be working on, is presence and... Feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. The more you're there, the more you're present, the more you get things done, and the more it's... Again, I feel like, going back to the time thing, when you're really present, I feel like time almost, like, slows Slows down down to a certain extent. It's just, like... You're, you're focused, you're getting shit done. It's it's unbelievable, and, and it's like, I love it. You know, I wish I was present more often a lot of times. I'm all over the place. Well, and too. again, it, I, I just going back to feel, it allows you to feel, right? right. When you're present, exactly. you can actually feel the good, mm-hmm. right? Like, some people, like, spend so much time searching the bad, right? Like, their, their perception is, like, they choose to look and read and, and have everything that's wrong with the world when if you stop, only put your attention in the areas that like 
are motivating and feeling good, like, and then the ability to feel that, um, every time I like talk to anybody about goals, like say like a 10 year goal, they get freaked out, right? Like 10 years, Jesus, I'll be 50, you know? Um, but instead of saying like, what do you want and where do you want to be? Like, how do you want to feel in 10 years? How do you want your life to feel like? Yeah. Right. And then you can reverse engineer that. That's the easy part, right? Like, I don't want to feel rushed. I want to feel worthy. I want to feel all these things that like feel good to me, you know, uh, rather than like, oh, 10 years, I want to get this, 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 and this, to have this, and I want to be doing that. I want to be doing this. And it's like, that just creates anxiety. Yeah. yeah. You know. Chasing. Yeah. And, and the more you feel, the more you can feel what you want, the more it's absolutely going to happen. And it's almost, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's, it gives you this over, like when you surrender to it, right? Like yeah. you're like, I'm just going to base my life on feeling. It's, it's like this big sigh of relief where you don't have to worry about is my bank account bigger or is my car better or is right. the clothes I'm wearing like, and you're just like, how do I feel? I feel good. So that's all that matters. And I'm only in it for me. Right. You know, at the end of the day and I'm supporting people that I love. Right. So. Love it. God, I love this conversation already. Yeah, I know. It's a good one. It's a good one. So, so Annie, what made you um, open up your own place? Um, it's because I was teaching through community ed and also at a gym, the Rat Women's Rack. And okay. I just felt that there was, um, uh, like, okay, the community ed, when I first started teaching there, I was like, who are these people that are interested in yoga and sign up and want to take a yoga class, but why won't they just go to a yoga studio? And I think it's just because there wasn't the right fit of studio available there, or maybe they felt intimidated, or maybe they didn't know of what was out there. So we were working out of a, like a classroom in the school. It was just a kind of a crappy atmosphere. Uh -huh. And I thought, these people are signing up again and again. They, I, could, I could build a place that they would love. And yeah. the same with the rack, um, build a place without as much distraction as the gym, with all these other things going on. And, and I did, and I don't know. I just felt that there was a niche for people out there that wanted the type of yoga that we offer, which is just a variety and not heated. And um, there's not a lot of studios in Greece. There's only one other. So I think that the market is big, and that's that's why I did it. And so what kind of, like, what's your what, what's your special? What what kind of yoga do you? We practice? we have um, Vinyasa Flow, okay, which is a very active, and that's mostly on the um, calendar on the schedule because that's like a more crowd pleaser or what people usually the most popular, what yeah. brings people in most of the time because again it go, it sticks with the workout and the active, and then we also have Foundations, which is a little bit slower, and we have Restorative, which is extremely um, it's no physical exertion, just rest, um, resting into. Poses with props that like prop you up so you can yield and muscles. That one sounds nice to me. Yeah, yeah, it's very stress relieving. <laughs> but so a couple different um, styles that are just um, and it's it's free form. So we teach to who's there's no there's nothing to follow. We don't have to teach any certain way. So right. we could change it up. Hey, you guys want to feel like doing this or that or whoever's in the room, depending on different. Um, you know, people have all different capabilities and all different bodies and ages, so it's a wide-ranging uh, clientele. Nice, nice. And I think I think what you're doing too is really unique, where you're letting the teacher kind of become who they need to be. Mm -hmm. you, you're not like holding them to certain specific standards that they have to fall within as Absolutely. far as what they're teaching. And you want to know why? Because I believe, because I've done a lot of tr teacher trainings and I know that people come out of these teacher trainings, I fully believe that they did it for a reason. They have something to offer. I believe in what they want to share is from their heart and from their experience and that they have, they can share, you know, that that's the best. That's the best way it should be is from what they want and from their experience and rather than trying to, mold them into having to do it any certain way. Why shouldn't it come from what they think is best? Absolutely. I, that's, I think that's an amazing thing. And then, then people will connect more when they're, yes. when they're the, you know, the person, the teacher, whoever is true to themselves. Yes, absolutely. And that's more. what it's all about, connection. What we were right. talking about earlier and just yoga in general, it's about connection to the teacher, to the experience, to yourself. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're doing Iyengar as well. Now, I've done that a couple of times myself. Are you going to teach that there eventually? Um, no, not really. And the reason is several, but one, 
just doing one training like that, you'd never be considered an INR teacher. It's such a long history yeah. and it's so specific that you could say you're alignment based. But um, I was telling Ronnie last time we talked, I went from Baptiste to Iyengar. It was kind of like one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to find a happy medium of in between. Like just um, this one's so strict on alignment and I don't know. It's like I, I like I like the variety. I like to take what I like from different yeah. um, different schools of yoga and kind of just put it all together into what I enjoy best. Instead of I, any school or teacher training is going to be think that theirs is the best and be strict into that one style. So I, that's why yeah. I'm trying to do different so I can get a, a more well rounded um, experience. Right, and it's 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 the vehicle to get people present. Right, right, like. It, the best thing I ever heard was like, your yoga, it doesn't matter what yoga class you go to, your yoga actually starts once you leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, getting people present to their lives and how they feel, however, whatever the vehicle is, doesn't matter. It's, it's the, it's that, that outcome. And I think just practice right like just I think it's so important for people in their lives to have a practice of something you know not practicing Facebook I'm not practicing social media right like but whether whether it's Pilates or 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 some of the martial arts you do um you know or yoga or even meditation like we need something to excel and practice at every day and that's that it gets our intentions where we're at and where we're going in the right way. And sometimes like when I talk to people, I'm like, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I watch TV, I go on Facebook, you know, I work, you know, I have kids. Like there's, yeah. it's a very disconnected it's, life. Yeah. We're so connected, but yet very much more disconnected than ever before. You know, it's, it's crazy. And if you spend a lot of time up in your head, like if you have something big, new project, or you're working on something, you just have planning things and you're up there, whether even if it's positive or negative or going over drama or whatever it is, that you need a physical, tangible practice to come to bring yourself down into what's in front of you, this moment, this world, you know, um, grounding and to get more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or else you're just, you get stressed, you get... Um, yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. You're stressed. It's and you're, it's all self-creating, right? Like mm-hmm. you self-create this like this anxiety within your head. I had a yoga teacher tell me once, like, create a referee, right? Like when I when I, I was going through a bunch of struggles in my life, and you know, I, I was just I was so upset and like I couldn't even concentrate or do anything, and I would work myself up. And she's like, create a referee, and when you're starting to spin. Have the referee just tell you to stop. Sounds stupid, right? Like, yeah. But you just have that, like, Rodney, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what it is. And then practicing that, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just a, it's a self-awareness and um, being connected with your mind and being more aware of what's going on so that when it starts to spin off into, like, you realize, oh, I'm following a story. I'm creating a drama. Just realizing that and coming back. It's like, nope, I'm not going to follow that. Even starting up the studio, I mean, the, there was a lot of time from the time you start building and doing some renovations and then, you know, you're having the grand opening, all this. There's a lot of time in there for self-doubt or for, you know, anything. But if you catch it, you say, oh, no, I'm not going to go there. Why? Why? What good is that going to do? I'm already too far in. Like, this is right. happening. I'm not going to go there and just let it go and come back. It's just trusting yourself, you know. That's, I think that I, like, I, some people call it God or, or, but I like to call it consciousness. It's just that, that, that thing that we all are, right? We're all connected in, in, in the God world or the consciousness, consciousness world, whatever that is. And I feel like that that's that, that's that thing that kind of sits there and that you can kind of always always listen to and look at that's going to say okay like you were just saying you know what i'm saying you're stressed out but what good is this going to do you you're already into this and this is where your heart is this is what you want to do so let's just do it you know and it's and when you tap into that consciousness it's unfreakable you because yeah. i've had the same self-doubts i still have them you know yeah they don't go away they don't go away. You and just like get I better see, at yeah, controlling them. Exactly. You know, and I still and have And better trusting yourself and trusting Trust that and your, your kind, decisions yeah. will... You're creating your own life with every decision exactly. every day. You're creating 
the life that you want to live. So with every thought you have, knowing that if you dwell in the negative, it's going to go that way. If you dwell in the positive, it'll go that way, that you trust yourself. We are, yeah, exactly. We're not in necessarily in control of everything that happens to us, but we are absolutely in control of how we feel and how we react to everything that happens to us, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. You know? And that's that's what I don't people don't give themselves enough credit. You know they don't they don't realize that you know they can they can you know pick their pants up, grab their balls, and move forward and be themselves and what do they have to make their, their best. Because that's what I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like to grab my balls when they're ready to do it. That's why I was just picturing it. <laughs> You're picturing it. Nice. That's a great picture. You know. You know. But, oh, getting back to. Uh, like the saying in yoga, they say in a lot of classes is let go of what doesn't serve you. I never fully connected to that. I actually kind of hate when it's just like a tagline or like a catchphrase because unless there's context behind it or unless you've experienced it or lived through it, it doesn't really have a whole lot of meaning. And I used to just hate that. But then I I did it. I took a big chance. I, I worked at State Farm for 11 years. And that was like when you're in a corporate environment and everyone says, oh, you can't leave. Like we're like golden handcuffs. Like you can't go make fine, you know, make this elsewhere. And you, you, when enough people are saying it, everyone's living it, you believe it. And then right. it's like, finally, it's like, wait a minute. I'm not stuck here. I never wanted to do this. How did I, how did 11 years pass? How, I don't want to do this anymore. So you wake up and you make the decision. So I left. And I left that job with no plan, and I didn't. I didn't in March, and I didn't take a um, job until the fall. And I said, I'm going to spend the time with the kids because I felt like I was really missing that. Um, I felt like good I was good for you. Yeah. yeah. So I really did that. But then, when you let go of what doesn't serve you, it doesn't mean that instantly everything's going to fall into place, and then you're no. going to land into this new life. There's a lot of time and space right. that you have this. You've created the space, but now until it starts lining in and things are you figure out what's next, there's just so much time and space for doubt. And then it's like that, what have I done? What am I gonna do? I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I went, and that was like two years ago, and I tried a lot of different jobs, and I was like, I'm too old for this, like to not, I don't don't wanna be lost and like um, flailing around when I thought I had such a, you know, I was so established, but it took a little bit of trial and error, and what I I was old enough to know, I don't want this, I don't want this. And essentially that's how I came to opening the studio. It had had the, yeah. It's really doing it though. It's taking the plunge and actually like, I mean, I think Steve and I have had similar experiences in our lives where like, we're just done playing that game of corporate America, you know, and the people that I I love that you were saying that because the people that are telling you like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Those people are the last people you want to listen to because they're looking for security within their 401k and their, their benefits and like, you know, their two weeks paid vacation. You know, and that's not why to they, say that that's a terrible thing either to have but, some stability. And uh, I mean, those know. things are great, right? Like, I, I miss them a little bit, you know, to a degree. Right. It'd be nice to take two weeks and go somewhere and like still get paid. I think that would be fantastic. But if, <laughs> what what are you sacrificing by getting that? You know, and it's it's like you said. Like I've I worked a job for ten years, and I'm like I'm doing nothing. I'm delivering medicine for a pharmacy, and. I'm risking my life and like time is quick. Yeah. Like yeah, and, and like I know I can have a bigger bigger impact if I like actually just do it. And but that's the scariest part, right? That's that you're jumping in and you're like it, it, there's no reward right away mm-hmm. or ever really, you know, other than this is what I'm choosing to do. Yeah, I think it, the, yeah. The re- I think the reward partly is is you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, and and and, um, and you're you're choosing it, and you have you make the decisions in your life. You're living life on your terms. You're living right. life on your terms. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because it goes back to what I was saying earlier, and I was just like that. All the things that matter most to me, I do not have time for, and that's what really got it to me with the kids and, yeah, yeah, and just yeah, everything. I was just like made a big change. Just yeah. did it. I love that. That's the good. things that mattered the most, I didn't have time for. And it's like so most you people gotta cre- you got to create the time for it. Gotta, exactly. Yeah. Most people will never do what you did, and that's amazing. I think that that's for everybody listening. Hopefully, gives you guys some, you know, okay, I can do this. It gives you know, puts the fire under your ass, so to speak. Now, it doesn't mean you necessarily go out and one hundred percent quit your job, right? But at least you make steps towards 
doing what you actually really want to do, you know? And if you can't give up your job, which some people absolutely can't, there's different circumstances, then you could just give up other things. Try to find the space, create some space. Don't go home and watch TV at night. Go home and, you know, if you're a writer, go home and just write for an hour. Go home if you want to do music, play music for an hour, you know? Do whatever, you know, just just take that time out. And that's, you know, I have a lot of people that say this to me, that have said this to me in the past, well, I'm just so fucking tired. I mean, I've worked, you know, 50-hour weeks, I want to go home and just crash. So I'm like, okay, fine. So just do this. You have something that you want to do, okay? So you let's say you get home at 6 o'clock at night, all right? You, you carve out, let's just start with a half an hour. You carve out a half an hour to do that one thing that you want to do that you love. And then the rest of the night you can watch TV. And you start to do that, you're going to realize that when you start doing things that you love to do, no matter how tired you are, time will, you're going to all of a sudden be as oh, it was like two hours and your energy is back, you know, because you're not, it's not draining you. It works yeah. a different part of your, it works a different part of your brain. So it's the part of the brain, there's, I forget who it is, I was this guy who, who like was able to tap into his, the, the, the creative part of the brain. You guys know what the creative part of the brain is? You remember? I don't. I don't remember. Like what the that. right or left? Is that uh, yeah? Mean? Or there's like a technical name for it, which I'm uneducated. Don't remember. But anyways, yeah, no he was able to tap into this. I don't know who this guy was. I wish I could remember. Um, and I think it was like I want to say could be wrong on this, but like three days where he was able to stay awake, stay focused because he had the energy to do it because he was just a hundred percent creative. He wasn't analytical. He wasn't being, you know, practical or anything like that. He was just being creative in whatever his craft was doing. And so that just goes to show that when we, and I know too, like I'm a musician as well. So I would go, I would work 10 hour days, come home and I'd write music for three or four hours. And I loved it because it was just something that I was, it's in me. You know, I love right. that stuff. If you're doing something that inspires you and lights right. you up and that you're going to make the time, it's going to exactly. give you more energy. If you but do. you have to get, you have to force yourself to do it at first if you're not used mm-hmm. to it. You know, it's because, almost like fuel, right? Right. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then so you have to, but you have to make that, you have, it's just like anything else. You have to make that step and do it. And it's like a snowball and it, as you, as it keeps going, it, you right. roll and gets bigger and bigger. Exactly. I just read a book that said, um, the when people come home from work and they just crash because they think they're so tired and then they sit and watch TV well that actually makes them tired and self um, you know it, it justifies what they're thinking that they're tired but it's really just because what you're doing when you lay you know is making you more tired but if right. you do what you just said yeah well there's, a, there's like a, also mo- also we look for validation all the time every single day right so if we're feeling a certain way we want that way validated so if we go home and we're exhausted and we crash on the couch and we're tired and then we're sitting there and then we start to feel more tired and more tired, we're like, see, I knew I was tired, so I deserve to watch this TV or whatever and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were just like, you know what, I know I'm, I feel tired right now, but, but I really, I really know that I want to move my life forward and do this cr- creative thing. So I'm just going to do this creative thing. And it's amazing how that flips, mm-hmm. you know, and then how that changes. It's, it's, it's or if you're tired, just go to sleep. Every time you know what I mean? There you like, go, exactly. Like so, so maybe you yeah. go to bed early that night and you spend the whole night crashed out. Easier to say, no, I could not do that. I've never been able to do that. I haven't either, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Some people probably could. Like, if, if it's, if there's some days, that's why I love Europe, like that idea where like, you know, one o'clock, you get like a, you, yeah, get, like, right. you get a nap. Yeah. Like, I love naps. Like oh, I, I take a, naps. I take like a 20 minute nap and I'm, I'm ready to go. I usually have a break between when I have to teach classes in the evening and it's, if I can get that little, just 15, 20 minutes to just close my eyes in bed and I get up and I'm like, maybe it takes five minutes to snap out of it, but I'm ready to go. Naps are supposed to be very rejuvenate, rejuvenating. I can't personally take naps. Well, I do sometimes, but because I'm not, I can't do it quick and I can't wake back up. I sleep for two hours and it takes me, I have to like re-wake up. It takes me hours so to get over it. REM sleep, it just yeah. doesn't... Uh, yeah, I'm not a nap taker either, but when I've done it in the past, it's the same thing. I crash, and I'm just like two hours. I've ca- like, it's like waking up all over again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't um, like it. You know, I've never been a good nap taker. Well, but you, that's I'll, great. I'll some, for some, nap. you're going to take the naps for you guys. I know some people that are great. I have a friend who's, who takes naps almost every single day, and it's like, He's doing it for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and he's, he feels amazing. My dad, my dad is well, there's, there's, there's a lot of things saying, like, you can only be productive and creative for so long. Right. And then, like, everything. Like, I've noticed any jobs I have, like, I'm good for, like, four or five hours. Right. And then after that, I'm a horrible Rodney employee. 
you know, and it's like if they gave me, that's why I always choose these part-time jobs where I can go in, be awesome, and then leave because I know if I stay, like when I every time I have to work like an eight or ten hour shift or something, like I'm dead, like I just exhausted, I'm mentally drained, like, and. I couldn't imagine working 10 hours in a job I didn't like and then trying to go home and be creative. Like, yeah, it's tough. Pretty you know, tapped out. Yeah. yeah. It's tough, but you can do it. I've done it, and, and, and that's... Well, I think I think if you, you know, can do it before the 10-hour day. Right. Like, you know, well, in the morning, if it's that 30 minutes before you go to work. It could be a 30 minutes, but I think if that's your reality, like if you're the person that just... Ha- that's your reality. You work 10-hour days, right? But you want to make a change. You're going to have to somehow change that perspective you're going to have to be able to say i instead of say i can't do this you, you can say i i am going to try to do this you know and or no and yeah, i'm do gonna it. do it or, or, or i'm trying. gonna do it and maybe maybe you just say i'm gonna do it on mondays and wednesdays and then tuesdays and thursdays and fridays and the weekends i'll crash but the other thing like that. the other thing is getting clear on your motivation as to why and what it will do for you right. because you can do anything if you have the right motivation you make the sacrifices I used I used to run I used to run five um, half marathons and I um, was working at State Farm and I used to wake up at like four thirty a.m. to go running. I won't do that now because I've lost the the motivation is no longer there. Like I, it was a goal, it was something right. I wanted to do. It mattered to me at the time. It doesn't anymore. Right. It hurts my ankle. You know what I mean? But at the time. And now I can't, no, now I don't, you know, but I'd wake up and do, that was crazy. That was really early and really, it's really fucking early. but <laughs> it was the only time I could fit it in at the time. So you can find you, if it matters to you at the time, then you yeah. won't find the way. And if it doesn't, then you got to ask yourself, well, why doesn't it or what does mm-hmm. and just what will make this matter more if it's just something you want to make a change. Or why? If you get clear on the why, then the how becomes more. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I like the whys. The whys. The whys. You're right. Get clear on that why. Absolutely. And the hows will fall. You'll make the hows work out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, You have to have strong whys in any decision, of anything you want to pursue. And if there's, you know, like once you believe that there's a limited possibility to my life, I can get anything and do anything I want. Then what is it that I want, and why do I want it? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and how do I get it is the next step. Yeah, the what's idea. the action plan? Yeah, what's the action plan? Put it together. My wife, my wife is a project manager. She loves saying that. She's like, "What's our action plan?" <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's it's all about going right back to that mindset. It's pretty much what this conversation is really about. Is it's yeah. just that mindset, just changing your perspective, just putting those daily habits in and they don't have to be big they can be five minutes to start with ten minutes you know whatever mm-hmm. it is just to get you going just to change any to change big change should start small if you start if you take on too big of a bite or try to just do something too big it's not going to stick it's not it's too right. drastic you got to right. just start very small and just add more to it and more to it that's why most diets don't work you mm-hmm. know? it's like they work temporarily you know you go on your whatever diet you want to go on and then you know, you lose all that weight, and then a year later, you're back up to where you were. Because we're know? so extreme, right? Yeah. Like we we go on diets, like extreme diets, and then we go on extreme. Like so, usually when we go on diets, we're limiting, we're lowering our caloric intake. Yeah. Right, and then all of a sudden, we're asking more from our body because we're working out too. You know, yeah. so like it's like the the first of the year like syndrome. Like yeah. everybody goes to the gym every single day, and they go on some wacky diet. And it just burns them out by a month yep. because they're not used to it. But I, if you're going to do yoga once a day and, and or once a week, like, cool, just stick to it. Just yep. stick to that once stick a week. Stick to your time. Don't you know? try to overload yeah. it with so many other changes yeah. all at once. Maybe six months on the road, you, you'll add two days a week, right. you know, and it will be more of a ease into it rather than like shock some people are good with the shock and they can get through it but it usually leads to burning out i I don't i I know very few people trying to think if i even know anybody right now who's who's like gone from zero to 60 and stayed at least you know even like at 40 you know yeah (laughs) from that 60 you know so it's yeah i think it's a everything that i've done to get to where i'm at today especially in diet and stuff is all like gradual now people always look at me and say, man, you're so freaking rigid. You're so strict with your diet or your regimen and stuff like that. I said, you know, it, it seems to be, it seems that way. Someone that doesn't do it. But, for, slowly but I've slowly that. gotten there and I've changed my mindset. And to me, it's freeing. It's amazing. Like when you exercise and when you eat right, you 
see things differently. You're clear. You know, your your focus is different. You mm -hmm. know, so you, I feel freer than somebody who can go out and just have pizza and chicken wings and beer and and and, and then and then they don't understand why I'm restricting myself, so to speak, with quotations. Um, but in reality, I feel fucking a hell of a lot better than they do ninety percent of the time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, like and the free. diet and the exercise and the doing what you makes you happy and getting clear on that, maybe making less. It's like it's bringing everything into alignment, bringing your life. Right. Like, how do you want it to feel and right. what do you want it to look like and what is it currently, and just bring it into the same, like alignment. And then you feel alive. You feel energetic. Right. You have more. Um, Sorry, that was good. <laughs> um, the the diet is something I could always like I I, I could use a little more um, you know I don't know what the word is but I would start by seeing what can I just let go of? what can I reduce start there you know mm -hmm. just a little bit and just slowly work with that like what, yeah. what can I get rid of I think that's the thing too with diet we, you know I, I do I pretty much what I preach for the most part is the add in diet aspect things Roddy told me to shake this head I won't get no. too great and oh add in the healthy, add in the healthy. and squish out the, right. the room for the slowly squish. that's what I did I love that yeah, that's yeah. what I did and stick with it though you know a lot of people will do it for a little while and they'll stop I'm like you know just keep doing it for the you know just think of it as this is, this is your part of your life for the rest of your life you know you're doing this specific thing you're adding you know vegetables always you're gonna always whether you're out to eat at a restaurant wherever it is you're always adding vegetables into dinner I don't know maybe that's it whatever it is and then when you decide that you're gonna cut something out you know make it something that you're gonna cut out pretty much permanently and if you do have it I always tell people this if you do have it don't give yourself a hard time about it just are like okay I had it I'm on to the next day you know I'm not gonna worry about it again. so I think that that's it did the it's a, again going back to that consistency thing it's about being consistent you know every choice that I made for myself in the nutritional end of things I was like okay I'm gonna do this because I know this is the next step for me and then I never go back or I shouldn't say never maybe a couple times went back but consistently just kept it going you know and then and then and keep moving forward with it from there and then just doing slow things like so I think it I think that's the biggest thing that I think people should understand is that you don't just... People are actually under-eating. Yeah. You find that more because they, they spend so much time, they'll drink a bunch of coffee, they don't yeah. eat anything all day, and maybe have like a sugary snacker here or there, right? And then they, they get out of work or they get out of whatever, and then they just binge eat, mm -hmm. you know? And in the grand scheme of things, they're probably not eating that much, and they're just eating stuff that doesn't do anything for them. Right. Right. Like, it's like, if you actually eat three balanced meals a day, like, of, like, balanced macronutrients, like, you're going to be full. You're going right. to be accentuated. Yeah. Like, I th I th the body needs, the body doesn't necessarily want calories as much as it wants nutrition. Right. You know? So mm -hmm. if you're eating high dense, high nutrient dense foods, your body, you're not going to be as hungry. You know, mentally, emotionally speaking, you might think you are because you're not getting that you know, chemical hit from whatever processed food you would normally eat, but in reality, your body is getting what it needs, so you're not necessarily going to be hungry, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what people don't, that's what, that's one thing I'm always, you know, trying to drive into people, drive home to people, is that get that nutrition-dense food in your body, and then eat your pizza, you know, you get a really pizza. good, get a really mm -hmm. good salad with a pizza, like, yeah, eat yeah. a really good salad with a pizza, or really good vegetables that you like, and then have some pizza, have some chicken wings, you know, that's that's how I did it. That's how I was able to kind of get to where I'm at today was do little tricks like that, you know. And then because yeah, so I mean, and and we then you get the nutrients in. You're not necessarily, and maybe you'll eat two slices of pizzas instead of four slices of pizza because of that. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that nope. kind of thing. One thing I did that really worked well for me for a long time was I was in a job where there was always like I was delivering medicine and there was always people. It was like Christmas time cookies everywhere. Oh, and so, yeah. <laughs> like, I would never take free food. Like, if it was food that I didn't cook or buy myself, yeah. I didn't take it. Not because I'm an asshole and I'm like, sorry, I'm not eating your cookies. But it was more like, I want to either process and make the food myself mm -hmm. or buy the food that I choose and I'm not gonna take any of the like the free donuts at State Farm. I'm sure they have. Yeah. You know, like I never did. That was yeah. the one thing. It's like because once you open that up, if you start, if you eat, oh, the donuts are out, or the muffins, or the lunches out, 
then you could, it's a slippery slope, you could eat it every day, but if you just make that decision, I'm not gonna have that when that's available, then you just don't even look at it, you don't pay attention to it, and then you yeah. don't, it's one thing that just not, it's a temptation that you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And having compassion in case you do eat the donut, like. Compassion for yourself. Yeah, yeah like okay, don't give yourself whatever. a hard time. I don't have I mean, to feel guilty, because that's just gonna create a bunch of other stuff. This is gonna make you do it more. Yeah, but one thing that I try to do, like, what would you say one thing to add in every day? For me, I try to have an apple because it just, for some reason, an apple makes me think, stay healthier mindset. (laughs) So I have, I have actually three steps that I give people. The very first thing I say is what what I call my morning elixir. So, you know, this has gotten, I've done this for three years now, but in the past year, a couple years, it's gotten really popular to do this, this type of thing. So what the morning elixir is is it's uh, three tablespoons of raw apple cider vinegar and a whole lemon and then about 20 to 24 ounces of water. So a, a three tablespoons of apple cider vinegar is really hard for a lot of people to take. So I'm always telling people, just bring it down to like one tablespoon. Even if it's one teaspoon, who cares? But make sure you get the whole lemon in there. You squeeze a little bit and then the whole lemon's in there because most of the vitamin C is in the peel, right? What I do is you want it in warm water, you don't want cold water. So what I do is I make it at night, and then I, you have it first thing in the morning before you have anything else. You wake up, you slam that bad boy down, you drink it. Then you have your coffee, you have whatever else you would normally eat for breakfast, then you have it. You have that, and what that does is that alkalizes the body, because we're most acidic when we wake up in the morning. Because of all the water, it will hydrate you. Um, the, the, the apple cider vinegar is an anti bacteria so it's gonna it, it will increase good gut flora in the body in the, in the gut and get rid of the bad shit and then you have vitamin C which is one of the most alkalizing foods or I'm sorry lemons that has one of the most alkalizing foods in the world that you can take so you're bringing that in as well and all the vitamin C everything's coming in together as one it also helps fill you up so you'll feel a little bit fuller. You might not necessarily want that breakfast. You might wait till lunch to eat or something like that as well. So that's the number one thing that I always do. Do you do that every morning? I do it every morning. I've done it religiously for three years. doesn't matter whether I'm on vacation, wherever I'm at. And the great thing about this, folks, is it's super easy and super cheap. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And if you can Google it online, you can research you like brags, all these things. Like- I don't like Bragg's. Uh, the reason why I don't like Bragg's is because they water down their apple cider vinegar. So I actually was using, I don't even remember what brand I was using, but I was using whatever brand. Now Wegmans decides that they want their own brand in there for everything pretty much. They're like, everything's transitioning over. So now I use, most of the time I use Wegmans brand. And the Wegmans brand is 100% just raw apple cider vinegar. There's no water involved in it at all. And so that's why I don't like about Bragg's. You can get Bragg's. You're more than welcome to do that. Uh, it's just not as potent as you know the the stuff without the water in it, without it being diluted at all. Because you're going to dilute it yourself anyways, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're better off as soon as that's like that's the number one thing I always tell people, and, and it just boosts your metabolism as well. You know, it just gets you waking up, woke up in the morning, going. You know, and it's super easy. There's no, to, there's no excuse not to do that. Zero. Yeah. You know, so it's like just do it. It's just one of those things. Just do it, and then and see how your life, see how things change a little bit. It makes you regular, you know. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. flush out your system. It's very cleansing, you know. Very very cleansing to do that. So, I rec- always recommend everybody do that, for sure. I, I've been just trying to do like at least one kind of juice a day, like yeah. a juicer, whether it's a bunch of carrots or kale or something like that. I usually, usually, usually thing, I yeah. throw a couple of lemons in there, ginger. And, you know, but just getting just a punch of nutrients mm-hmm. in my system, generally I can feel it either in the afternoon when I'm feeling tired rather than going for uh, coffee, you know, I'll just make a juice and it does the same thing. Yeah. You know, I get energized from it. So I try to do that like once a day. I think that the biggest thing with um, any of this, whether it's eating habits or stretching, yoga, exercising, meditating is consistency. It's so um, easy to like kind of feel like crapping them be like, want to do so much all at once for an afternoon, you're going to work out for three hours and then just go back to nothing for two weeks and do it again. That's not going to, it's better to do like 20 minutes every day, you know, small things every day will have a much Oh, greater it's, it's, lasting yeah. effect than just going at it every once in a I while. Know, it's like our mentality is just not that way. But all it's or so nothing. Right. It's yeah. all or nothing. Just you know? do little, little I mean, every day. Right. And it, exactly. And I'll, and I'll have new people come in my class as well a lot of times. And it's an hour class 
and they'll kill them. They're, they don't worry. They either they they never done my class before, or they don't never worked out again, or they do work out a little bit, but not a lot. And they kill themselves, and they're freaking sore for four or five days afterwards. I'm like, don't do that. You know, take your time. You know, then you build up to it. Don't work. You know, there's there's a lot of science out there that supports. We don't need to kill your body for hours and hours and hours on end to get effects. You know, mm-hmm. if you're doing it right, you can do it in 20 minutes. If you're really pushing yourself for those 20 minutes, and you're gonna get way more benefit without any of the negative effects um, than doing something for an hour, mm-hmm. than doing something really repetitive or hard for an hour. You know, so it's just getting that people in that that mindset that this that's all you got to do. 12 minutes. You know, six minutes. Exactly. You can Anything. really it just if you know you have let's let's put it this way. Let's say you have 10 minutes. You know you have 10 minutes. Okay, and you're, you want to work out. You're somebody who likes to work out. Fucking kill yourself in 10 minutes. Balls to the wall. Do burpees. Yeah. You know, jump. You know, do do stuff like that. You know, if that's what you like to do, and you're going to get a huge benefit out of doing that just for 10 minutes, you know? Every you day. Wanna, yeah, every, compared, right, to, compared to... The, the, the hour or something, you know? Because I used to look at it where, where I would be so busy, I mean, I don't have time to work out today. And then I wouldn't do anything. But in reality, I had time for at least 10, 15 minutes of doing mm-hmm. something. And I wouldn't even do that. Right, you know? yeah. So now it's, I don't, now it's you know, you're just, just changing your mindset and doing that. And it's amazing the difference. So I, I always am like telling people, I'm like shaking and I'm like saying, just do this. I swear to God, you're going to notice a change. Just do it. That's all you got to do. I, th- I think the hardest part. It's hard part, to believe that that, yeah, that, that was. Like, especially you guys probably deal with this being like teachers and trainers, like. That effect you used to get when you would go train with a group, right? Versus, like, when I train by myself, like, I mean, I could do it. I could train for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. I get it in. But when I go in and I actually, like, work out with a class, like... It's very motivating. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, I get excited, yeah. right? Like, and there's... you It brings something else to the The group table. energy, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like... And it gets, like, I think this is where the balance with me has always been hard. Is like, okay, like, I'm a great teacher... I'm a great yoga instructor, you know, and I need to be doing this, but like, what am I doing for me? And like, I need to make myself go to a class at least once a week, you know, and take yep. a class with other people once a week. Like I'll do the other little things on my own. Um, but I know I'm just not as efficient as I am when I like I'm around people. I don't know if it just, it's, it's holding myself accountable Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's Rodney the trainer. You know, you better squat deep enough. You know, I better go fast enough. I better <laughs> keep up. Funny story. Today, I, so I, I taught a class before here, and I, I just had three people. I had two girls that had been regular, and I had this new guy. And he came in, and he was very nonchalant. He's like, kind of, yeah, I need to get my lady in here. She's very lazy. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, whoa. I was like, okay. <laughs> So like we stretched out and warmed up, and we did we did <laughs> we did like uh, it was like a countdown from thirteen like with burpee squats and push ups cool. or no burpee squats and uh, slam balls with a slam ball and the two girls just racked it out and this new guy like I asked him what number he was on he lost track and he's like coach I can't do it and he just walked over to the mats and fell down and I'm just thinking like. It's kind of like not to say haha karma, but it's funny how things work that you, you start to tell what other people need to be doing rather than yourself, you know, like, right. you know, get in there. And, and, and I looked at him and he just was, he wasn't mentally strong. Yeah. He was physically strong. Like the humans are physically stronger than they believe they can be. Like we'll do things. Yeah. And you yeah. hear about the wounded vet that dragged two of his wounded soldiers through the woods, you know, in, in a crisis. Like you can get through a 12 minute workout. Yeah. You know, like you're going to live, you know, mm-hmm. but it was just all in his head. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just a funny story today. That's cool. Did he make it through? Did he get back up and keep No, going? he was done. I had him put his feet up and I, I just like, I had him put his, lay on his back and put his feet up on the wall. And, and <laughs> I, I encouraged him after his done. I was like, he's like, he apologized to me. And I was like, don't apologize to me. You know, just, you know, we'll just keep on trying. We we're at where right. we're at, you know? Right. Um, but I've seen it time and time again. People come in with this like inflated ego, and then when it's actually doing real work, the workout was seriously it was twelve minutes. Like the girl, the two girls finished around 12, 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not long. Right. You know, um, and you could pretty much do anything for that amount of time. Right. So I don't know. It was it's it's it, 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 it's it's. 
people go to their gym and they go to their machines and I almost feel like that culture, right? Like I just want to check in. I'm just checking in where I'm at. Yeah. So, so the world, I don't want to sweat a little bit and feel that it makes me feel like I'm good. And yeah. then it, like when it's actually time to just, let's just do some work. It's 12 minutes long. Like we're going to get done. Like all of a sudden it's, it's, uh Oh, this is what real work feels like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, you got, it was you a good got, story. It was funny. You got, you got to take your, you got to take yourself out of your comfort zone. You know, I, I believe you should try to do it every single day. You know, do one thing in that day, um, to take you out of your comfort zone. You yeah, know, that was and, a and, an old job I had. That was like do one thing a day that scares you. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. I think that's so important, and and and, it, and exercise a lot of times can be it. You know, you push yourself to the point where you feel like shit for a moment or you're going to throw up or whatever. And a lot of people that, that needs to happen, that push that button, you know, and eventually that button goes away and you're going to find another one. You're going to push that one. And when that button goes away, you got another one. There's always buttons. There's always layers of that onion that you got to peel away, you know? And I think that the, the more you can do that, the more, the, the more you find yourself, you find your true self. There was a uh... fall in love with yourself, you know? Ryan Barry says it in her class and it's one of the, one of the statements she says that always sticks with me like where do you go when shit gets hard mm-hmm. you know because it's 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 that same place you go in the middle of the workout where like I can't finish it, it's the same place when like you're arguing with your spice or your spouse about something or like something stressful's happened at work like and if you can control it in the workout or in the yoga pose like then you can control it everywhere yeah. and that's the practice mm-hmm. that is and as yeah. like what you said earlier, you know, yoga, your yoga practice begins when you leave your yoga class. It's the same, same principle, same, same idea. You know, that's absolutely, it's amazing how it informs your work, your, what you do in your workout, what you do in your day informs the rest of your life and how you react and, mm-hmm. and do yeah. that, you know. So Annie, you have an event tomorrow. Talk to us about this event. Oh, it's a yogathon um, to raise mo- money for Parkinson's. A My yogathon. Mo- a yogathon. So five different classes of all different styles uh, all day. That's yeah. awesome. And cool. yeah, and my mom has Parkinson's, so that's why I like to raise money for that. But um, it, that just goes to show because like she's always been healthy. She's always exercised and ate well and everything. And you know, you never know what's gonna happen. So yeah. Awesome. That's, that's yeah. So five cool. teachers. Including me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it should be good. I'm really excited about uh, partaking in it. Um, um, my fantastic lady is going to be doing hands-on assists. Oh, and, cool. You know, kind of uh, when Annie asked me to teach foundations, and I was like, foundations, okay. <laughs> and I had that. I was like, I could do that. But I almost started to think, okay, like, what is when life gets mucky right it's almost you find yourself tuning back to what are those foundational things in your life right you know and I started to think of different cues and things I wanted to say and and, and I, I really think like if you know what a good foundation is like it's not like oh should I fix the foundation of my house or should I fix the roof <laughs> you know you know you probably should you know you can you, you can have a beautiful roof but if your house falls into itself like <laughs> it doesn't work right yeah. you know and it's the same with a yoga pose or any kind of like physical activity one of my first trainers told me once if you don't like teaching push-ups and squats you probably shouldn't do it because you're not going to teach these complex olympic lifts very often most general people need to just learn how to squat yeah and do push-ups correctly yeah. you know um and it's 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 getting used to like, like oh, like I think I've seen so many trainers go through like different courses, and then they just want to teach you this super advanced, crazy stuff that they learned, and it's like ninety yeah. percent of the people you see can't oh, well, do that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and you yeah. can't get to the end unless you have the good basics. You're not going to yeah. be able to get. Yeah, to the end. You have to be able to teach those foundational like yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so it's it's cool. I'm really excited. Yeah, um, cool. That, that sounds awesome. I feel, yeah. I feel a lot of excitement about that. I feel like, Steve, yeah, you should go. I know. I'd love to go. I, I, I Maybe I'll try Pilates if you go to yoga yeah. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'd love to. I don't think I can because my my kids all day tomorrow. Good, because I don't want to do Pilates. <laughs> you're going to do Pilates. You realize you're going to do Pilates in some way. You're going to take my class. Thing. Yeah, we have this ongoing thing now where you're doing Pilates. <laughs> have you ever done Pilates before? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. A long time ago. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pilates is, Pilates is awesome. Everybody should do Pilates, you know. Everybody should do yoga. I think if, if you're going to do, I, I think if you're going to do anything as far as exercise is concerned, Pilates is awesome because it just, it, 
it just works on that alignment. It really creates that core stability that we need so much that, and it find goes right in there and just like tunes it up and and shows you where you're weak and makes you stronger from the core foundation. You know, but it's definitely much more like muscle based, practical based work than yes. like yoga, where I feel like yoga is much more about you're getting into your, your own thing, you're you're finding yourself through that yoga more, you're 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 just moving at what you what you can do and all that kind of stuff. So I always tell you we definitely should do Pilates because it's gonna really help out your um sort of engaging type. It makes you really aware, like well, how you're sitting, how you're, you know, moving, and, and all that kind of stuff. And then you, most people are super tight. Yoga will be the next thing to. Yeah, and I, yoga can know. be very engaging as well. It could be very muscular. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you could take, you could t- very much focus on the physical, but you could also focus on, you know, yeah. it's really, it was all intended to help um, people sit in meditation longer. That was the po- That was the very first. Okay. The purpose of it yeah. was actually to help meditation and meditation. Getting back to the consistency, if you meditate for, I mean, just a couple minutes, you'll get the, you'll get all the benefits and the more if you do it every day you'll you'll fall into that zone that zen quicker that you can sit shorter if you do it more consistently if you do it for 20 minutes you'll feel less stress and you'll feel enjoy you know you'll get some benefits but they dissipate they go away so you got to do it again and again and again much like anything yeah Yeah, absolutely i think it's important so what is um one of the questions we like to ask all of our guests is you know you're you've um been doing yoga for 20 plus years and you've um made the big leap a couple years ago quitting the the steady job um what are like what would be maybe the one thing that you would give advice everybody to do to 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 be able to free themselves to do what they want to do for their life to 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 move past the mundane crap that they do that they don't enjoy doing what is what are what's like a their very first step that you think we talked about this a lot today, or what's something that you think is that worked really well for you that you would if somebody asked you that would that you would recommend that they do? Just um, taking stock of like wh- how you want you know is your life taking a list of how you want to feel and what you want, what's most important to you and how is your life stacking up to that? Does that seem distant? Is that pipe dreams? We well, can make it you know get rid of what you need to in order to bring that into your life. Right. So just really just awesome. taking stock, like taking time to reflect and what right. is it that you want that you don't have or that's the first step. What if somebody doesn't know what they want? I mean, what if they like know that they don't want, what if they, because a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of people, they're just like, I, you know, I hate what I'm doing, but I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Well, I mean, there's got to be a reason behind it though. Why do you hate it? Because you don't feel connected to it because it's like, I hated it. It was soul sucking. It was like, I don't care about this. It doesn't right. excite me, but... I mean, there was certain things I liked about it, and I could take some of those aspects into find another job that had those aspects. But why don't you like that? What is it? Is it the hours? Is it because it's preventing you from um, doing, keeping, you know, using up all of your time? Is it right. too rigid? You want something a little more flexible, or is it the actual work? You know, it's like mm-hmm. why? You just got to get deeper into. It. If you don't like it, why? That's get good. to the I source. Like and I think back to the feeling thing, right? Yeah. Like what does this job make you feel like right. and what do you want to feel like mm-hmm. and then you can figure it out how do you get those to come some people can't even feel though no it's amazing some people are so not self-aware whatsoever and it's like yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy they're so far removed from and that's why I think a lot of times just somebody just taking that five minutes to themselves every single day is really what they need to do at first you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the next thing is tell everybody how they can find you like where are you located you know um just give us some information about your business and all that kind of stuff oh yes um we're located in greece 2788 dewey avenue near stone across the street from carbone's pizzeria (laughs) and um we're on facebook neutral yoga we're on instagram and uh website is neutralyoga.com so the instagram and facebook is all like forward slash neutral yoga yeah yeah okay yeah all right cool all right. Awesome. Anything else? Or Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot. It was, yeah. it was nice meeting you, and um, I gotta get out there and take some yoga. Yes, for definitely. Sure. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks.